Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Brian Francis podcast, the first initial maiden voyage of me in the podcasting arts, dipping a toe into the podcasting water. Um, why? I am kind of burnt out on music these days. I don't know if it's something that happens in your 40s where you just keep listening to sports talk radio and political talk, but I'm done with Zeppelin. I can't, it, one more Jimmy Page riff, and, and even the new music, I feel like I've heard it already. That's not cynical old guy talk. It's just something like, I don't know, maybe it is cynical old guy talk. Anyway, I've been enjoying some podcasts. Uh, Bill Burr, comedian for one. Um, when I've been mowing the lawn or doing my 40-minute commute, and I thought, why not? Why not? I've written two books. This has to be easier than writing. It has to be. We'll see about that. Because um, I'm the type of person that when they see someone else doing something cool, I have to get in on that and do a a weaker, bastardized version that is uh, not as cool. And that's what I like to do. That's my niche. Um, I'm going to sip some coffee during these podcasts. I hope that they're weekly. Uh, I don't know how long. We'll see how look at whatever feels right. But I realized, I hope the sipping sounds don't get picked up uh, on the vocal mics. I'm at home in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. It is Memorial Day, a gloomy Memorial Day. The shuffling of children up and down the steps, my two daughters. Hard to carve out a little quiet time. So you may hear scampering, guffaws, even. Or nothing at all. I'm sure many of you live in homes just like these, but that's okay. These noises, which I continue to hear right now, despite the fact that I said, Daddy's going to try his podcast now, they looked at me like, okay, we don't care, and you're strange, Dad. That's all right. So... We'll see how it goes. If I can entertain one person while they're mowing the lawn, I feel like mission accomplished. I feel like, I mean, I won't compare myself to Jesus, but saving someone, I guess, that image certainly pops into my mind. <laughs> um. I have a couple ideas, a couple notes, but I really like the idea of just getting hyper-caffeinated and seeing where the mind goes, seeing what happens uh, as you sort of jump around in this mental uh, mental playground. 
if you will, or perhaps you will refuse. I don't know. That's the sipping right there. We'll need somebody to edit that sipping out. Um, I also notice when I when I listen to a couple test samples that I have a significant lisp. Um, shocking to me. A little bit of a lisp. I don't know if we can edit that out. I imagine you can push through that. Or maybe not. Maybe you've you've hit stop already. And that's okay too. Um so that's kind of the intro here. Uh the where, the why, the how, the who. Uh, me, 42-year-old, uh, white male, borderline cholesterol, borderline, at this point just taking a fish oil, but I could see that bumping up to a statin at some point. Just a fish oil now, which uh, they say is, is, is good for you. Um, so that's kind of my statistics. Um, and the other thing, uh, health wise, if we want to launch into the first anecdote, the first bit, if you will, is, um, I have been dabbling on and off, uh, with, uh, a CPAP sleep machine, a CPAP machine. I don't even know what CPAP stands for. Call car. Cardio? No. Mm. That is very suspect already to have something that, and you don't even know what the uh, what the initials, the acronym stands for. But uh, this is one of these uh, machines that alleviates snoring because uh, apparently, news to me, I've been starting to snore a bit because uh, I like to lay on my back and uh, saw in wood. Sawing wood is uh, apparently what it sounds like. It doesn't bother me. That's the thing about snoring. It never bothers the snorer. So uh, this CPAP machine has been an ordeal. Uh, <laughs> an ordeal. Um, it has helped, but... It's, uh, while physically it's helped, emotionally, it's been traumatic. Um, so if you haven't seen one of these, it's a mask that you strap around your head and you fill this uh, basin with water, distilled water. They're, they're very emphatic that it must be distilled water. I'm not sure what, what distilled water really is, but distilled water and um, you... When you find yourself falling asleep, you slip this boy on and you hit on, uh, you hit go time and air shoots into your, I have, because of my snoring, I don't have the simple model. I've got the one that covers both the nose and the mouth, the Excalibur model, the Excalibur 3000, uh, not just the one that covers the nose. So, um, it has worked and, uh. It's, and I've also, uh, in the past year or so, I've begun to grind my teeth, so I'm wearing a night guard now as well. So if you can imagine this, uh, 
uh, Smith. Did I mention my name? Brian Francis. I think I did. Going with the uh, the writerly uh, n- pod name De Plume uh, Francis. So hitting the on button, sleeping, and um, it's uh, when it works, it's great. It's like the sleep of a corpse. You just you, you ever have those where you just shut your eyes and then eight hours later you open them and you wake up and you're like, oh my god, this is this is what sleep is supposed to actually feel like. This is unbelievable. I've had a great night's sleep. Like you show up for work with like a total pop in your step. Like look at me. I slept. Um but I mean, such a rigmarole. I was imagining the other night if somebody broke into our house, like how many straps would I need to unbuckle to defend my my wife and children? I'm so strapped down. It would take a good ten minutes before I would, you know, chase away this mask marauder. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's quite an ordeal. And and I noticed the other day when I'm I was driving to work and like the straps still leave little crease marks in my face and these marks last up until I'd say nine in the morning, so that's a good hour and a half of work in which I have uh, strap marks, little indentations along my cheeks and, and like the back of my neck. It looks like I've been in a knife fight, folks. That's what it looks like. Like I've been just jets and shark style uh, fighting, and um, I think I think I've caught one or two sideways glances. Like what's going on with his face? Um, but it has helped, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, and for any of you out there suffering from a snoring or sleep apnea. Which is what killed Jerry Garcia, the former lead singer of the Grateful Dead. Not heroin. Not China White. Sleep apnea. So I could use this ridiculous machine or I could just lose like five pounds and like, you know, all the snoring would go. Because I know, because I've been five pounds lighter and I don't snore. (laughs) So... This is where I am in life. It's like lose five pounds or have a machine that requires distilled water and straps and your bite guard and on off switch and this and that. I was like, oh, so uh, the doctor's like, you could just lose five pounds. I was like, tell me about the machine again. So you said there's a machine that I could hook my face up to? Um, Because I'll go that route. Thanks. He's like, you know, if you just make a couple dietary changes and exercise a little bit, I said, so does the machine plug into the wall or is it battery? Does it have Wi-Fi? Um, I mean, I do exercise and work out. I don't. It's just this, these five pounds. I'm carrying them in my in my larynx, apparently. Clogging up my my breathing passage. I carry a lot of weight in my neck. In my fit, I do. When I put on weight, it goes right to my freaking face. Just boom. It's not fair. It's like, can you put it somewhere, somewhere a little more subtle? 
So that was the doctor's suggestion, lose five pounds. I feel like my parents were like that. Like, uh, if, you know, they were like, well, you got to, uh, you can do a dietary and lifestyle change or this pill. Uh, where do I get the pill? Um, is that at Walgreens? It's good. American med Western medicine. Big believer in Western medicine. Orange vials. Pills with unpronounceable names. Big fan. Fish oil. You should really eat more salmon. Do you have a pill for that? Oh, the, the omega-3 fish oil. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do like salmon. I dub Sometimes I'll double up. <laughs> I'll eat the salmon and have the fish oil pill on the side. I mean, then I am uber heart healthy. Um, so my poor wife, like she can't, she can't be impressed by a guy lying next to her with a mouth guard in for bruxing. That's the official dental term for grinding of one's teeth. And then a, a CPAP mask on with a with a headgear. It's it's like the headgear of the classic '80s movies nerd, you know, like the braces thing, which I also had, but I cried and did not wear it. My parents were like it's okay, you don't have to. Very kind, very kind parents. So she can't be impressed with the specimen of male that sleeps beside her. Her choice in life, her mating choice. Isn't that what evolution is? You're just trying to find the best seed possible, the best DNA. Epic fail. That's what she's thinking as she looks over as I put the mask on. Epic fail. I know that's a very internet type of phrase. LOL. Epic fail. Um, that's that. I mean, and the thing is like, I can never get divorced now. Like what would I do in a new relationship? Like bring this machine into the bedroom and at what, at what, you know, uh, time in the relationship, what time frame do you kind of just subtly bring the CPAP machine in <laughs> And like, just kind of, kind of places. What? Oh, this? No, no, it's just a uh, not a thing for my my breathing. No, it's like you can't play that off. It's a piece of furniture. It's a. <laughs> imagine in, the, in this scenario, I imagine myself moving in with someone. I mean, I guess, you know, I could already like have it set up on my own bachelor pad gig and be like, hey, you know, this is this is the deal. You're involved with a CPAP guy now, okay? We should have this talk before we go any further. I don't know if you want to go down this road. It requires weekly trips to the supermarket for distilled water. Is that the type of future you see for yourself? You can't. I can't get divorced. Not that I want to get divorced. My life is fantastic, but still, I feel like that's it, the CPAP, it's, 
happily married. No doubt. And even if I wasn't, CPAP for life. No, she's the best. She's going to listen to this. Probably not at this point. She'll probably listen for the first five minutes. I wrote two books. I'm, I'm not sure if my wife read my second book. I think she read the back. I think she read a couple chapters, just like if I quizzed her about it. I mean, you talk about like how difficult it is to forge a, an engaged uh, reading public in the era of the internet um, when you can't even get your own family members to read your books. That is, uh, it's a tough road to hoe. Did I say that phrase already in this podcast, in this Maiden podcast, a tough road to hoe? I feel like I did. I'm joking. I think she read the book. She said she read the book. She did answer a couple specific questions about the book. She said she even helped me edit the book. And I do remember times that she did look at some chapters and certainly the first book. So she did help. But at the end of the day, I don't think she read it. I don't. Maybe. Um, what else? What else? Um, I am curious to see sort of how long, how long these podcasts will go. Um, and, uh, we'll just cut it off at a point, whatever feels natural. It was Memorial Day weekend. Did you do anything? What did you do? Did you go to the shore? Did you have a barbecue? You hang with the neighbors? Drink some Stellas with the neighbors? Some some Miller Lights with the neighbors? Um, we went to the Northern Jersey Shore, Belmar, New Jersey. We are frequent uh, Southern Jersey Shore uh, vacationers, uh, Wildwood, Ocean City, Sea Isle, but uh, have been dabbling in the Northern Shore points. I like Belmar, New Jersey. It's very uh, laid back. There's just the beach, a pizza shop, ice cream place, and very low-fi. If you just look into jumping that ocean, it's a nice trip. We went to, uh, that's right near Asbury Park, which we frequented a couple months ago as my daughter wanted to see a band there. The boy who is in the show Stranger Things, which I'm not too familiar with this show, but the boy with the curly hair and the hat, the red, white, and blue hat, is in a band. So we saw him play at the famed Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Famed why? There's that sip again. Yes, because that was Bruce Springsteen's uh, bar growing up. Cut his teeth in there. Got his chops in there. That was the bar in which he, I guess, was discovered or became famous. I don't know much about Springsteen lore. Truth be told, not a fan. Not a fan. Every Springsteen song 
kind of starts off like, oh, 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 oh. and then like, I swear, like right at the 22nd mark, there's like sleigh bells. There's always, oh, Bruce, I find Bruce Springsteen insufferable. I said it, insufferable. Uh, people say, now you got to listen to Nebraska. That's a stripped down kind of singer. So I did insufferable. Um, so I was not, uh, very, uh, impressed. Well, I won't say impressed, uh, cause the stone pony is a cool place, but I did not feel like I was walking on sacred ground. I was not like the boss, the boss, as a lot of people were that were there. This was a show for kids, which is kind of sad in itself, uh, going to see a kid's show at the Stone Pony, uh, and there are a lot of soccer moms there that were just saying, ooh, Bruce, not a fan. Bruce Springsteen is probably my least favorite musician of all, in the, in the pantheon of musicians, my least favorite, and I'm a big music guy, big music guy. Um, but I think he would rank number one. Who are my top, top five least favorite musicians? The boss at number one. Sleigh bell. Every song sounds like a Christmas song. What is he talking about? What is the boss talking about? I know. Working class stories. I know. I know. It captures the heart of America. Not a fan. Number two, you're not going to like this, but I feel like they're kind of of the same vibe. Pearl Jam. Boo. Pearl Jam. Not good. Now, I can get down with a couple Pearl Jam songs, truthfully. But something about Eddie Vedder and Bruce Springsteen share that sort of humorless warble, that world-weary hipster doofusism that just irks me so. Nirvana, clearly the superior band in the Pearl Jam Nirvana debate. Clearly. And if we're going to expand that debate to other grunge bands, uh, Alice in Chains, much better than Pearl Jam. Um, what other grunge? Stone Temple Pilots. Great, great hit-making machine. I'm trying to think of that uh, Southwest sound. So... Pearl Jam, number two on the list. Number three, David Bowie. Come on. You don't really like David Bowie. You think, you think you're supposed to. Critically acclaimed. I don't get David Bowie. What is it? Dance music? Is it serious? Is it arty? Is it, that's what it is. It's just too arty. I like art. I don't like arty. A-R-T-Y. Uh, another arty band, I, I have thought about this before. This is not quite off the cuff. I had this discussion with a friend not too long ago. Uh, the the fourth one in my uh, Hall of Shame is, wait for it, because I'm waiting for it, because it won't come to my brain. Oh, uh, another arty band, just like that, the Velvet Underground and Lou Reed. Just three chords and some narrative that just goes nowhere. And just this 
this circular narrative that never develops or does anything. Annie can't sing. Annie can't play guitar. She's a double wham. I mean, I can't either and pretend to, but I feel bad, though. Lou Reed and David Bowie both dead. You can't disparage the dead like that. And uh, not the dead I do like. The dead I do like. Um, well, I can't remember five. Fill in, fill in the blank for five. I heard that This Is America song the other day. I'm a big hip-hop fan. Um, <laughs> that sounded very corny, but I am. Um, Migos. Love Migos these days. Everything he puts out is fantastic. Drake and Migos are just the one-two punch of modern hip-hop. My goodness. I listen to 103.9 in the Philadelphia area. And, uh, I mean, those guys, I feel like they write a hit every day. But that This Is America song, I don't know. I know it's it's uh, important. I know the video is uh, profound. I don't know that. I know that I've been told that. Uh, and I'm, I'm certainly behind so much of these causes. But I feel like This Is America song, aside from a pretty cool bass line, just meandered. It just repetitively meandered. That video captured my attention. I mean, that... that gunshot in the beginning was arresting, I immediately was drawn in as a viewer and a listener. And then I felt like they squandered the opportunity to make a point. That it sort of uh, wanted to make every point at once and ended up making no points. I don't know. Maybe I just like Migos. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. <laughs> That's Migos. I want to go to the Migos Drake concert with my 12-year-old daughter. We're still trying to get approval from mom on that one. That could be sketchy. I don't know. I don't know if we'll walk it like we talk it there. I would hope to. But Sometimes bringing your kids to a concert is not good. I'm now in total opposite end of the spectrum. There's uh, that I, bands that I like. I would say the opposite of Migos, psychologically and uh, spiritually, would be the hippie jam band Fish. That would have to be the, the flip side of the coin of music. And I've seen them about 20 times, give or take. Camp out concerts, regular concerts, whenever I can. I'm going to see them again this summer. Not a camp out concert up in upstate New York. But the question arose, you know, do you bring your kid to a fish show? And I say no. Very kind of sad as I saw these... Uh, you know, 40-something uh, ex-hippies, now uh, semi-corporate people with their kids. And uh, it's just sad for the kid to see these nitrous oxide balloons go down. And daddy, it's a daddy balloon. No, no, no. You don't want that balloon. That's a mommy and daddy balloon. Sad. You don't want your kids to see that. But I do like fish. Who knows, though? Maybe... This might be my last hoorah with fish. I feel like I'm at a point where I'm just starting to shut down the things that I used to like. Not consciously, not on purpose, just kind of a, a streamlining of my life. Like, do I need to see more fish shows? 
is there diminishing returns? I'm getting more aware of how I spend my time. And very frequently just telling people flat out no when they ask me to do something. Not not to be rude, I just weigh the option and I think, mm, I'd have a better time in my kitchen. Thank you, though. Again, not to be rude, I would hope people would have the same decency to say that to me. Uh, because, you know, you only live once. What are you going to do? Keep showing up at these parties forever? Keep doing things you don't want to go to? Come on. But my wife is sometimes invited to these, um, I won't say Tupperware parties, because they don't really sell Tupperware anymore. These, these women sell, like, makeup and yoga pants and, uh, jeez, I'm so glad that's not in my wheelhouse. That's not in my friend base. It's like, uh, and she, you know, she's not really into it either. Don't, don't tell the people shilling this stuff on Facebook, but come on. Oh, yeah, why don't you come over? We'll just hang out, have some wine. Oh, okay. This is, this is me impersonating uh, a woman. The wine. The wine was the tip-off that the gender is female here. Not that gentlemen don't drink wine. I know they do. Come over, have some wine. And then I guess she gets there. And I go, oh, by the way, we're selling these candles. It's like, what the? What a bait and switch that was. I thought you were really interested in my company. I thought you really wanted to enjoy a, a, a good beverage, a nice glass of wine. Instead, you want to shill your Yankee candle? Your Lululemon pants? Is that how you say it? Lululemon pants? Bait and switch. Is this all friendships are these days? <laughs> I can imagine hanging out with my bros, my neighborhood bros, my Miller Lite and watching Eagles crowd and, uh, you know, halftime Eagles game. I just kind of roll out and come back with my Yankee candles. Yo, man, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's halftime. So I was thinking, I got this. This this one is vanilla scented. I don't know if you're, you guys, do you have this one already? <laughs> I don't even know, like what, what mm, approach I would use. I used to work sales. I I worked for Terminex selling pest control, and uh, great job, fun job. Um, you know, what do you, you try the hard clothes, the soft clothes, selling these Yankee candles. Halftime at the Eagles game? I don't know. I think I'd go hard close. You buy this candle! Well, you know, it, it becomes a, a health issue if you don't have candles and good air circulation. I don't know. Make something up. I like selling. <laughs> it was fun. That was when I lived out in York, Pennsylvania in the 90s. You see a 90s theme developing here. Pearl Jam, Nirvana. My favorite product from the 90s, and I hope uh, this podcast develops a profound listenership 
to the point in which I am shilling ads and pitching stuff. Wouldn't it be funny, the irony, if I, like, you know, I had to read my ads and it was Lululemon and Yankee Candle? I'd be like, oh, man, how embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe I should delete that, that other podcast. I would, too. I would sell anything. I would sell Yankee Candle. Shameless. <laughs> I guess I can't get on these Facebook people then for, for doing this. I would love to have uh, a product that I sold on this podcast. Who knows? Maybe it'll happen. But, oh, my favorite 90s product. Now, I don't know how you pronounce it. This uh, brand of sneakers. Saucony? Saucony? What a great shoe that is. I just got myself a new pair. I have like five of these now. And for some reason, I equate these to the 90s. I know they're still, they're still going strong, maybe. I feel like I was wearing them one time, and I was picturing me on Facebook, and someone like, Someone made a slight snide comment, like, you know, remember the 90s. And that always stuck with me. So I was like, oh, I guess my shoes are dated. Oh, little jerk Facebook troll. Don't comment my sneakers. <laughs> I have like four, four or five different colors now. I'm not, I'm not a sneaker head, per se. It's just when I find a shoe that works for me, I'll get a couple different colors. They're only $44.99. Okay, good price point. And in York in the 90s, I would, uh, and today, I would walk around in these things. And I'm a big walker, and these things are like walking on air. For some reason, you don't have to break them in. As soon as you put them on, they're like, let's go. It's on. <laughs> so I would be honored if, if anyone knows a CEO or uh, a connection with Saucony. Or Salcone, the first thing I would need to do would learn how to pronounce the name. I'd be honored if somebody could contact them uh, because I would love to do an ad for their fine, fine footwear. I think that would be great. I will only pitch things that I believe in, like Yankee Candles and Lululemon. Um... So, I don't know, folks. That might be it. Less is more. I was thinking, I had in my mind like 45 minutes. I don't think we're quite there, but you know what? Maybe more is more with podcasting. Just keep going. No. Maybe you, th you thought maybe I should have stopped a long time ago at the four-minute mark. I don't know. But the coffee is finished. I encourage you for the next podcast to get a cup of coffee and enjoy a cup of Joe with me. I don't know why they call Joe. Enjoy a cup of Joe with me, and we could be like, you know, kind of like we're at a coffee shop. But again, I don't like to leave my kitchen that much, so... We're kind of hanging out. Maybe this is what this is a subconscious reaction to my sort of stepping away from a lot of social scenes, but still needing to be social. That is a profound self-analysis that I'm, I'm discovering about myself. I seek to be social and have these discussions, but but I just want me to speak. <laughs> yeah, what what an egomaniac. Yeah, it's just. I love having conversation, provided I talk the whole time. 
So, yeah, next time you get yourself a cup of joe, I'm going to try to do this again in a week. If I'm not already wa- working for Salconi and, you know, quit this this popsicle stand. Um, and enjoy uh, the Brian Francis podcast with me. So I will sign off now. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll try it again in a week. See ya. Thank mm-hmm. you.